Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. As we went through the season that never was, it was far from pleasant to note the number of rained-off meetings we would have suffered had we actually been running. For Birmingham, and I know this because I'm so sad, but I checked every single one, that number would have been zero. Zero matches lost to the weather. Fast forward to this year and the season that has just started and rain off, after rain off, after rain off. Still, I'm a Speedway fan and I wouldn't be happy if I didn't have something to moan about. Only in British Speedway. Good evening and welcome to our lovely plush new studio for those of you that are watching on Facebook and YouTube and all the other different things. It's good, isn't it? Not bad, is it? It's all right. It's getting feel, it. It's getting it. feel like I'm... It's different to struggling to get on the Zoom, isn't it? Yeah, yeah well, yeah, I mean, that that was past, became more and more of a problem, which is why our output became quite sporadic and we just decided let's wait until we could get back into the studio and, oh yes, it's brilliant. I love it. Um, so, Matt, you was at Wolverhampton the uh, last Monday? Yes, that's right. Um, tell us all about it. Uh, for two races. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, um, after, it was obviously a really strange experience, to be honest. Mm. You know, the whole, the whole thing, really. It was well, well, well organised. Um, obviously, big difference in terms of getting in was obviously pre-booking your ticket. I wonder, you know, you wonder whether that might become the norm, because it was fairly straightforward to do and it's not just a case of queuing up and handing your money over it's just you scan your phone or whatever mm-hmm. so that was great it was great seeing people that i've not seen for 18 months most just, of them anyway most of them yeah just catching up with them um but uh the track looked very very heavy when i got there to be honest i believe that there's been a lot of work done at monmore over the course of last year mm-hmm. um with relaying new shale and i think with a they had a really torrential downpour about four o'clock mm which just brought the dirt back up, and it was just it was just unraceable. I felt really sorry for Chris Van Stratton, to be honest, because so much hard work had gone into getting that meeting on, and to have that happen was just a real kick in the teeth. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, it was, it was sort of a meeting that was sort of thrown together at the last minute, to be honest, literally because they'd only had clearance the week before that they were going to be able to run it, yeah. to be honest. Um, I, don't, I mean, the field wasn't particularly strong, but I think it was, it was really going to be a glorified present practice. Mm. Evening, just yeah. for the just for the rides to get you to grips with the with the track that they've not ridden on for over a year. So um, disappointing, and obviously last night's match against Bellevue I was looking forward to that one, but of course the weather put to that one as well. So the wait the wait goes on for next Monday against um, against Ipswich, which I mean Ipswich have had a strong start. Haven't Ipswich, that's going to be a good mm. meeting. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of attention, particularly on uh, a certain three times world champion that's going to be in the Ipswich lineup. Of course, mm. who's had a Decent start. Didn't have such a great start for um, Plymouth, I don't think. No. Although Bjarni Pedersen was, was unbeatable. Yeah. Probably sort of track, to be honest, very slick and, you know, track yeah. where you yeah. had to get at the start. And, um, but um, I, I just wonder, I mean, the, the big difference, undoubtedly, of course, was the, the crowd size. 
You know, I mean, people say that the crowds in British Speedway have dropped, and they probably have, but it was noticeable, the gaps on the terraces. I think 790 was the, the yep. number that they could have. That's yep. probably going to be similar. So down to the, the fact that they're not allowed to have any more That's right. than, than a certain amount of... Yeah, uh, so that, that was surreal there. And, I mean, these, these clubs are going to be losing money hand over fist mm. in the opening weeks of the season that are running meetings, so... I suppose, in, in a sense, if they can push more meetings back to after June the 21st when you can hopefully get more people in, uh, it's going to be beneficial. So you, what you're saying there is that the rain officer might be a blessing in disguise? In, so I think some of the promoters' pockets might feel that way, to be yeah. honest. But yeah. um, no, it, it's going to, it's these opening few weeks of the season for clubs that are running meetings are going to be really, really tough because they're going to be operating at a massive loss, whatever they do. Mm, mm. It's still, it's really nice to be talking about actual Speedway meetings, even if they're only two weeks long. Um, and of course, there was the uh, Eurosport meeting, mm, um, yep. which, I mean, we'll, we'll probably talk a little bit more a bit later, but overall impressions, I was quite impressed with the coverage. I thought it was really yeah, well put done. Yeah, put a big emphasis on, on sort of away from the track as well, haven't yes, they? And sort of, yeah. you know, building up the meeting and obviously previewing the season. I know there's only six teams to preview in the league this <laughs> yeah. season, but and obviously doing the was it about an hour's worth of um after afters, after, yeah. Really after afterwards. Yeah. And of course you've got the, the highlights programme on, on Quest as well. So yeah, it's a good opportunity for British Speedway mm. to really showcase itself. It probably wasn't the best of meetings in terms of racing, but it was very, very close all the way through and Sheffield certainly gave a good account of themselves, I think. So mm. yeah. Um, we also say at this point, um, guys, we want to hear what you've got to say, any questions, anything you want us to talk about. And, of course, Chris Harris is coming on in about four minutes, I think. Oh. Um, we'll be sorting that out in a moment. Um, so any questions that you've got for him, of course, riding this year for Peterborough and for Birmingham. Um, I can't go any further without mentioning Birmingham. Um, great start to the season. Very good start, wasn't it? Um, I think, uh, obviously, there were mitigating circumstances, and I suppose, you know, Speedway hasn't changed in that sense, you know, guests in the first meeting and mm. um, and whatnot. But it, it is was, disappointing. It, yeah, but it, it was a, it was a big statement from, from Birmingham to win that meeting, and, of course, mm. I think, you know, was it no wins at all the first season back in the in the second tier? No way no no wins. wins. No way wins. No uh, way yeah. in the first yeah. meeting. Yeah. Of the, Not many own wins either. So, <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> But I think there's a lot of optimism around Birmingham at the moment, and I think the I think the signing of Eric Riss has really transformed the yeah the and, team. And to be honest, I mean basing it on one meeting, of course, is difficult. But it's nice to see Ash Morris scoring some points. Yeah, I was really pleased to say that because obviously yeah. Ash had a really bad injury um, mm. when he was really looking as if he was going to be yeah. going to be on for a good season, wasn't he? And same can be said for James Shines, of course. Yeah. Scored a few points yeah, as well. A lot, and, lot of good things to take out of that meeting for Birmingham, yeah, I think. So. I'm sure we'll we'll talk about it uh, in a moment with Chris uh, and also, also they've got I mean Peterborough have got some positive signs with the form of uh, Bjarni Pedersen. Yep, Scott Nichols as well. And Scott Nichols, yeah, and Chris Harris, of course. I mean they're using the Brummies team here. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Brummie select almost, isn't yeah. it? So. <laughs> Right, I think um, Chris, you're going to go and I'll go. I'll, I'll go and uh, give Chris a, a call. Uh, before I do that, uh, Craig says good evening. Good to be back on the terraces watching Speedway. Looking forward to the double header on Monday for the Aces and the Dad Army. Um, going home to Bellevue and then travelling down to Peterborough straight after and staying the night round the corner from the showground. 
Uh, can't wait, and the weather is looking good for us. That's no, from Craig. That's a speedway fan. Uh-huh. Yeah, right there. yeah. <laughs> optimistic. Yes. <laughs> Although I, I am, I'm reliably informed by somebody I know. All right. Uh, <laughs> that the weather's going to get better from this apparently, week. Yeah, so. yeah. Twenty-three degrees on Monday. Yeah. 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 It's bank holiday as well. That's a novelty. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to all go downhill now. We've said that. It's everything else has. So. <laughs> <laughs> Right then, I'll go and give uh, Chris a call. Okie dokie. Good man. So, yeah, let's have a talk about the uh, Eurosport um, coverage a little bit. Uh, good match? Well, as I say, I think it was a good meeting in the terms of it was it was close. It, you know, mm. I think I've seen better racing at Bellevue, to be honest, but yeah, yeah. Um, I think that kept it interesting. Um, Sheffield, I thought, gave a really good account of themselves, to be honest, and you know, but I think Bellevue were always going to be stronger in the Towards the end, towards the yeah. end of the of the meeting, having I didn't, you're agreeing with um, Nigel Pearson there, then all the way through, you were saying, oh, I think Bellevue is going to uh, sort of tear away at the last few heats, and he was right <laughs> for the first time this year. But, yeah, so yeah, what I mean, it was a good meeting. Um, I think that the as you say, the the racing for the first two thirds anyway was quite processional. Mm-hmm. Um, you could tell how nervous they were, particularly on the start. You know, there was I think so because I mean, speed is not one of those sports where you can have a long gap out of it and just jump back on the bike and just mm. pick up where you left off. Mm. Um, you know, it doesn't matter what the track is. No, I mean it was. To be honest, but it was just good to see a crowd. Good to see bikes going around. Um, Long may continue. You've got to keep your fingers crossed now. Yeah, I just hope. I mean, I, I don't. I just hope there's not too much going to be too much negativity, to be honest, because it's it's going to be a really really tough season. I think. Mm. Obviously, getting through it with all the restrictions in the early weeks. I don't um, think there's been a lot. I mean, I mean, it was quite interesting after the Wolverhampton um, situation that there wasn't really. I didn't see many people moaning about it, and, and you know, most people just said, "It is what it is. We just need to get on with it." That sort of seemed to be the attitude. Yeah, that was really encouraging to see. Yeah. You know, Chris Van Stratton's obviously gone on record as saying he has some, mm. you know, really fantastic messages the day after. You know, from people obviously wishing the club well for the rest of the season. So, ten minutes. Okay. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> He never, he, he never was quick out the gate. <laughs> <laughs> He's been waiting to line up all day, hasn't he? So. Yeah. <laughs> Could have waited until he was on. <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't have said that while he was on. <laughs> no, no. He's bigger than you as well. Yeah. Oh, most people are bigger than you. But. Okay, well, while we're waiting um, for Chris um, to come to the tapes, yep. I'm good and getting good at this. Oh, yeah. Um, so it took you ten years. <laughs> <laughs> ten years, it has been ten years. Uh, we got any uh, more comments? Uh, no, I'd like to say hello to uh, Anders Carlberg, Simon Corbett, Dave Twine, Jim Turrell, Craig, and, and I've missed the rest of them because it's gone now. But, oh. uh, okay. Uh, Anders Carlberg said, Sweden says, hello, mates. Not in an Australian accent like that. <laughs> <laughs> in a sw- I can't do a swim. I, yeah, I, I, I knew that was coming. Swedish chef was coming. Anthony Bailey said, it's, <clears throat> it's been good to see a lot of young reserves being competitive. Roe, mm. Thomas, Flint, Brennan, etc. And his rise at a great and, start. Yeah, I was going to, I was going to, I mean, he looked. Yeah. He's not going to be getting sacked this season, I know that. Am I ever going to live that down? No, 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 no. That, that was no. that was funny. 
Um, <laughs> what, what do you think of uh, Jason Crump's start to the season? Started off okay for Ipswich, isn't he? Mm. Um, didn't have such a great meeting, I don't think, for Plymouth, but... Um, you know, it, it dep- I think a lot of it with Crumpy depends on what your expectation is because I think, mm. if, as I've said before, if you're expecting him to come back and be the Rodri was 15 years ago, forget it. But you know, I mean, it's been it's been out of the sport for quite a long time. Yeah, it's been time, out, yeah. hasn't it? When you, you, when, what was it now? 2012, I think he stopped yeah. in the JPs. 2009, yeah. I think was his last year in this country. So I mean. You know, I hadn't realised it had been that long, to be honest. Yeah, no. but it's going to be good to see him back, to be honest. And, you know, I think he's going to, particularly in the in the championship, I'm sure, when Plymouth come to Birmingham, there's going to be a few extra people on the on the gates yeah. coming and see yeah. him because you know he was always a, a really classy rider. And I mm. think would have been a would have been a, a, a strong competitor in, had he ridden in any era, to be honest. He was a mm. you know a great rider in his prime. And, and, and he's one of those riders that even when he's riding for somebody else, he's quite a popular rider. If you know what I mean, he's not. He's not. Well, it's not Nicky Pedersen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he was. To be honest, ironically, I don't think he was ever that popular at Ipswich when he was uh, when he was racing for Peterborough and um, and Kings Lynn. But hey, okay, I have to take your word for that. Um, you was around that time when mm-hmm. I wasn't. Um, but yeah, yeah. Right, race race times. Oh, race times. Um, uh, Luke Paul says, uh, "What days and times are Speedway at Perry Bar?" And he wants to know if Wolverhampton and Brummies are still based there. Uh, well, Wolverhampton have never been based at, at Perry Bar. A feeder club was based at Perry Bar for a while. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Richard said, "Why shouldn't the Premiership adopt the Polish heat format? It seems successful over there. Why not use it here?" We've talked about this before, haven't we? Uh, we have. Can somebody remind me what the Polish heat format? Go on, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the yeah, Polish Matt. speedway. <laughs> <laughs> I left the Polish rule book at home, so... <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know is the answer to the no. question. I mean, maybe he could... Uh, who was it again, sorry? Uh, Richard Cotton. So maybe, Richard, you could give us an idea why you think that would mm-hmm. be better... Because I presume that's what, what you're saying, that you think it would be a better format for us to adopt. Mm-hmm. Um, be interesting. Yeah. Uh, Craig says, oh, I quite like the way Bellevue adopted the Polish model. Two minutes goes on tapes up just before the second minute was up. Hoping it's the same at all tracks this season. Keeps the meeting flowing. I mean, yes. Um, I think everybody would agree <clears throat> with that. Yeah, uh, I think it's something that Birmingham did quite well. Two years ago now, yeah, what, eighteen months. Hope they haven't forgotten how to do it in that let's, time. So yeah, let's hope not. Uh, and a few of the clubs, uh, I think, have, have sort of sped up. And then there's clubs that you think, oh come on. There's two in particular I can think of. So mm, yeah, we, we won't we won't we won't name them. Do naming no. and shaming. I don't think that's great. Um, we had a little sort of com- idea for a competition, didn't didn't we, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Some, yeah. 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 So to to, to <laughs> let just to sort of tee that up a little bit, mm. when we're talking about Birmingham, this is going to happen. <laughs> so that's the idea. So yeah, just a bit of fun, really. So. <laughs> Let us know what sort of funny little snippet of music would be great for your club. Yeah, what's, and, what's appropriate? Yeah, and and mm. and we will keep it clean. 
Yes, please do. <laughs> and we will oblige with that. Just a bit of fun, really. Yeah, that's what it's like. It'll keep Chris working as well. Yeah, he gives me something to do, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, any comments, Antonio Lindbach's coming, come back in Sweden? I haven't seen that. Apparently. Just for the just for Mazana's meetings, but he'll do it for the youngsters. All right. Okay. No, I, I actually, I've got to be honest, I haven't seen that, so... No, that's news to me. Um, yeah. We will... Elaborate, have a look. We'll have a look at that next week, I think. Yeah, interesting. I'll go and try um, Chris in a couple of more minutes. I see there's been another GP cancelled. Yeah, the Roslov, not Roslov, um, Warsaw. Warsaw one, yeah. which is... Um, so. Sad. Yeah. Uh, it's... And it's going to be like that all through the year, I think. And Brian's five. come back with the time, times, right? So he's, he's saying that Wednesday night's uh, Brummies, it's 7.30pm, uh, Wolverhampton and Monmore Green, and Monday's also starting at 7.30pm. But Birmingham's obviously better. Yeah, yeah, okay. obviously. Yeah, of course, yeah. Different product, different league, isn't it? So. <laughs> yeah, better. <laughs> well, there's more variety in Birmingham. There's not six teams in the league. So. Well, there, well, there is that. There is that. I mean, you... It's interesting, isn't it? I was just looking. I was just looking over the Peterborough team um, prior to, obviously, uh, my interview with Chris. Um, and if you look at it, you got their number one is Bjarni Pedersen, and then you got Michael Palmtoft. You got Chris Harris. Well, that's that's three from the Premiership straight away. That riding the Premiership. Then you got Hans Anderson. Uh, then you got Scott Nichols. That's another one from the Premiership. Ulrich Ostergaard, another one from the Premiership, and Jordan Palin, another one from the Premiership. It's, it's almost a Premiership side there, isn't it? Um, very built uh, along very sort of even sort of ground, so they haven't got a great, what you call a number one, but they're solid all the way through. It's going to be interesting to see how that... Uh, and Ulrich Ostergaard's had a good start to the he season has, yeah. as well. Yeah, because he had a tough couple of years, didn't he, mm. with, uh, with injuries. No, nice, know, so. nice to see that. Yeah, he's a nice lad, Ulrich. Yeah, know, yeah. So, so, you know. Abs- absolutely. So, are we uh, ready for Chris? I'm going to go and get him. Okay, brilliant. Yeah. brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Carry on with that, mate. We usually do. <laughs> <laughs> so... We should look forward to uh, two matches that we uh, are coming up. Wolverhampton against Ipswich. Ipswich. Uh, that should be a good match. Yeah, it be, Ipswich yeah. have started weather, really well, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, Ipswich have had a good. I think Ipswich will have a good season. Mm. To be honest, I think. Um, How many times have we said that, and then it hasn't happened for them? But yeah. Um, so Wolves, Ipswich. What do you reckon? It's difficult to judge, really, because we've got, there's no, obviously no uh, form at all for, yeah. for Wolves at the moment. Um, be nice to start off with a home win, obviously. I think mm-hmm. um, that's going to be uh, that's going to be crucial. Um, I mean, the, the big conundrum with the Wolves team is what what the lineup's going to be, because you know usually usually by this stage they've they've had a few practice sessions, mm-hmm. and you know which Peter Adams has always said, you know, he, he wants to see the two wants to see different combinations of rods on the track to see whether what lines they're racing because you know you're not going to put two rides in the in the same beat that want to ride on the same bit of the track and just yeah, get in yeah. each other's way so um it's it's going to be an interesting one obviously you know you'd like to, you'd like to say bumper crowd but of course it's going to be bumper it'll, crowd yeah it'll be the, the limits the restrictions <laughs> yeah uh, 
Um, but you know, obviously, hopefully, the the forecast is obviously better for the next few days. So hopefully, we'll be able to finally get some racing at uh, at Mum. To be honest, and I think um, I think with the two after the two rounds, you know, I think it's going to be just refreshing to get some proper racing underway. And um, what we'd love everybody to do is to put in their sort of chip in with their local teams and who they're coming up against and how you think that will go and we'll we will chat about those as well have we got fingers crossed okay <laughs> hopefully on the other end of this line we have uh, chris bomber harris are you there chris <laughs> oh no oh he's gone okay. so yeah, yeah we, i think he had one voice didn't yeah. he so, uh, <laughs> uh, probably we, we we are trialing a new so it would it would it would have connected yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay by the way by the way just to point out as well it's not Wolves' first match because Wolves' reaction uh, in the week against um Kingsland ah. first away match of the season um Kingsland obviously had a really tough start against it mm. didn't they they came back into the you meeting quite well but you can't get much of a tougher start yeah. I mean they was out of it after the first okay yeah. I think uh, I think Chris is on there yeah. we'll try that again hopefully uh, Chris are you there mate I'm here yeah oh fantastic <laughs> any chance of turning yeah, him up yeah. a little bit yeah, please yeah. thank you um, so first of all Chris uh, great start to the season for you down at Berwick up at Berwick up at Berwick thank you <laughs> I'm upside yeah, down no. <laughs> Yeah, it was great. Um, obviously, we, our aim was to go there to, to get all four points, but you never know. Uh, the first meeting of the season, everyone's hungry. But, uh, yeah, we had a great team performance. Everyone chipped in, and uh, the win first meeting of the season was uh, a good start. Yeah, and I, I think I think the most impressive thing about it really was that, I mean, after two heats, we were, we were eight points behind, and we just came back from that quite strongly. Yeah, our first two, it was... Um, it, obviously, I ran a third in my first one and then another five one so it was like oh yes. yeah we need a we need a we need a poor finger out here and we think but um yeah no to be fair all the lads rode well and uh yeah everyone chipped in and and i guess the other positive thing to take from that was um some of the lads like ashley morris coming back from injury and james shane's uh chipping in with with quite a few points as well yeah they were good together um to, um, to, to pair them together um lawrence done a good job they uh seem to ride well together so um yeah and to say both had have have injury over the years so um it's nice to see them uh, score well and, and I'm, I'm guessing this is just the first time you've that you've uh, been in a team and, and have met uh, Paco yeah obviously I've known Paco for years right. racing over Europe and that and I know his dad very well obviously Armando so um yeah we but uh yeah we riding in team together for for the first time um you know he's a great lad um he obviously had a few problems uh, on Saturday with bikes and that, but he looked good today when we had press day and looked sharp. So looked like his uh, his, his old South Pole and wheelies and all and having fun. <laughs> that sounds like the Paco we know. Uh, I was going to ask you about the uh, press and practice because obviously it was behind closed doors. How did it go? Yeah, the track was good. Obviously, it's a, it's a bit bumpy, um, but obviously it's been sat for so long and that. So, um, but yeah, everyone looked good. Eric was there. Um, everyone, the whole team, to be fair, looked look sharp and uh, look ready to go for, for next week. Fantastic. And I, and we're all raring to go to watch I, it. I wanted to ask you actually about Eric, um, 
Chris, because obviously I think the Birmingham team has really been transformed by the fact that Eric's um, has come into the team because it was a team that not really a lot of people were talking about, to be honest. But there's, in a sense, there's going to be a great rivalry between the two of you because you're both going to be vying for that number one slot, which is going to be good in any team, I think. Yeah, when you've got two two riders like, like me and Eric in the team, both want to be number one, it, it, it sort of pushes each wrong because obviously I want to keep it and he wants it. So that's only good for... will only benefit the team. Um but when they said about signing, obviously um, Lawrence said um, different riders. It was when they was trying to think who have, and at their time Eric wasn't available. But then so the riders was different Hammond, and then when Eric come come available, that he wanted to, to come back, you know. And Lawrence said he was talking to him. I was like, yeah, get him. You know, we mm-hmm. put someone like Eric in, and that that's like I said, transport the team, and um, maybe probably take a bit of pressure off the lower end of the the team, so they can just go and enjoy it, knowing that. Um, the pressures on the rest of us mm. and uh sorry did you want to yeah and, and also you're riding for uh peterborough um had a round off match i believe uh last week was it uh, yeah i should have rode uh, last week that's thursday and got rained off and anyway yesterday and got rained off so um fingers crossed now we go to Bellevue on monday as a double header there at 12 and then to show around for an evening so yeah um, so it's very difficult at the moment, isn't it, to sort of know where uh, you are as, as far as Peterborough is concerned because there's, you know, they haven't ridden many matches or anything at the moment, although Ulrich seems to have started um, quite well and Scott did well for us against Berwick as well. Yeah, obviously, um, once we all kick off, it'd be fine. But yeah, mm. Piani, you know, he had an 18-point maximum the other day, so he looked sharp. I think Hans done a few meetings in, in Denmark and, and some of Poland and everything. So, obviously, I've had one, one meeting now. Scott's had a couple and you know, got Trevor got at Glasgow, so he, he's looking uh, he's on form. So, uh, yeah, I can't see I can't see it being a problem when we go to the tapes, uh, hopefully on Monday, that we uh, will not race West anymore. Um, now, I, you've been on that programme before, Chris, but it's been many moons ago now. Um so the, what we do, uh, we have people uh, contributing on our shout box and so on with their questions, and I think there's been a few people. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Simon Simon Corbett wants to know, uh, does Chris think one league split north and south would have been a better option this year? Um, it, oh, it's a tough one. I've been saying for years, you know, the top league, you want as many teams as you can. So um, it was something that maybe they could look at North and South, and then have maybe, you know, um, the winner of North and South go into a, a final to to obviously get eventual. But um, yeah, it's a hard one because obviously some it all comes down to finance. I think a lot of clubs are don't want to risk trying to recover the pennies and everything. Yeah. So it's uh, it's a tough one to to call really. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. And, and there's another question as well. This one's from uh, Craig Smee. He says, uh, any plans for retirement, Chris, or are you still looking to carry on racing? Uh, I know you do the long track championships, etc., but any aspirations to enter GP challenges again or SEC in Speedway to get back into the GPs or are your GP days over now? Um, no uh, plans on retiring anytime soon. Um, this <laughs> COVID break is sort of... Uh, Give me the thing that I'm not ready to retire yet. I'm still hungry to race and to win, so that's a good thing. Um, yeah, the long tracks I, I enjoy, but um, yeah, I definitely uh, 
would love to do the qualifiers for the Grand Prix and, and the uh, SEC. Um, but it's out of my hands. It's, that's called by by the uh, boss, you know, um, Ollie and Steinman, and uh, I don't know what their plans were are, um, but I've not, I've not heard from them mm. since they took over really only once, and that's it. So, um, you know, I still want to be in the Grand, have a go, crack at the Grand Prix um, and the SEC, but um, yeah, it's sort of out of my hands at the minute. Um, so, yeah, I've been sort of, well, overlooked, I guess, for the other ones. So yeah, you heard it here first, guys. If you if you if you want Chris, come and get him. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, the, talking about Peterborough, and you've you've ridden for Peterborough a few times in the past. So it's, it's a track you like. Yeah, so I've had a couple of spells there. Obviously, Peterborough giving my first chances in the in the elite league. What it was. Mm-hmm. And doubling up with um, Chelawney at the time, so uh, yeah, it was always fond memories. And then going back there again when Jed took it over a year, many years ago, um, and, and I doubled, doubled up then when I sort of was sort of uh, not getting any rides in Poland. And then obviously a third time now. So uh, yeah, it's a track I've always enjoyed. Um, it's a it's a good race track. It's fun to ride. Fantastic. Yeah. So. Be interesting now to hear your sort of views on in both leagues who you think are going to be the main contenders and how you think Peterborough's going to do and how you think Birmingham's going to do. Well, it's a hard one really because obviously you can never write anyone off. Um, but you know, a lot of talk was Sheffield was going to be the team, but mm. um, you know, obviously they got beat at, at Bellevue when they were winning, and obviously they had a few riders obviously missing and um batch had a tough start to the to the season there but uh you know they'll probably be, be there thereabouts. Um Bellevue looked pretty good. Kings Lynn strong it's it's one I think it's gonna be really close this year. As in I think the teams are pretty mm. pretty even. Ipswich has got a, a good solid side. Um but I think we have. I think we've got a lot of experience. Might be the oldest in the league but you know, we've got a lot of experience there and, um, you know, where some of us might struggle on one track, the other ones pick up the pieces and vice versa. So I think we've got a good balance of there and I think we'll all be pushing each other um, at Peterborough. So I um, I believe we can can uh, be there for the playoffs. And of course, Biani seems to have started the season on fire. Yeah, um, but to be fair, Biani's always been always good over here and, you know, he's been a world-class rider for years and, uh you know his, his equipment is immaculate. It's it's all, all professional, um, and uh, yeah, so he he'll he'll be up there pushing for points all the all the time, home and away. So he's been around for many years. He's got a lot of experience, and um, you know he'll want to go out on a high, obviously with his farewell year. And in the championship, um, I haven't looked at a lot of the teams to be fair. So I don't know who's <laughs> where. Um, I think I think with with us having Eric in now, I think that has made us a lot stronger than what we might have been without him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't see why we can't be up there pushing for the playoffs and then anything can happen once you're in the playoffs. But, uh, yeah, so I'm, so I'm not really sure who who's uh, who's where. Paul's obviously looking a solid side as well with Danny and, and Stevie and uh, Rory and that. So, um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll just have to just, just keep pushing. Yeah, just say Birmingham and we'll be happy. <laughs> hey? Just say Birmingham and we'll all be happy. Uh, there you go. Yeah, Birmingham, we'll be there. We'll be there. 
Do you want to read that one out, Chris? Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, Craig wants to know, what do you make of the situation at Coventry? Uh, it's it's on such a dire, dire straight state. But there's a court case uh, looking against the current owners and there's a credible offer on the table to bring Speedway back. Uh, the off, offering party is hoping the council push through a compulsory purchase of land to bring Speedway and stock cars back. Uh, would you throw your helmet into the ring if Coventry came back to don the bees? Race jacket again, Chris. Yeah, obviously, we keep, I, when I see Jeff, and obviously he's head of it. So um, when I see Jeff and that, you know, I always ask him how things are going, and I always keep an eye on what's going on there. So yeah, it's a shame to see the state of the stadium as it is. Um, I've got obviously fantastic memories there. Um, so I'm, uh, I'm one that's hoping that it does come back um, to and get it back to its glory days because it's a, say it's a club close from heart and. You know, I would never rule out if it does come back that I wouldn't go back there and ride. Um, but we'll have to see where the future, where that holds in the future. But say, um, it'd be great to have them back, even if I'm not there riding. It's great to to have it back if they can um, in the league. Yeah, I mean, I think it's on a bit of a knife edge at the moment. Mm. I think really, isn't it? I mean, the, I've seen photographs today of the the stadium, and it, it looks in a horrific state awesome, now. It's it? really, really, you know, because I mean, Coventry was was always one of those stadiums that you went to and you felt like you were in a stadium it was always you know really really immaculate and to yeah, see when it I, in the stadium it, it was nice and uh, Mr Sandy when he took over from the Ocotries he, he did play a lot of money in, into it and to make it look nice as it was but uh, yeah I always said if I ever won the lottery I would uh, would buy the stadium <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, yeah I think there's not a Speedway fan out there. Um, it's not so long ago. I think it just—it's not. It's not five, years. It's, it's five years. Five years. Five years. It's finished. Yes, yeah, since yeah, the last yeah, meeting yeah. there. Yeah. It's so I don't think there's any Speedway fan out there that wouldn't want to see Coventry back. Um, I want to see Coventry back because I want to beat them again. But that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's another story. We have another comment. Yeah, uh, Anthony Bailey wants to know. Uh, ask Chris who he thinks are the best young rising stars in both leagues. I've been with the last few years of myself struggling I, I've not really took much um, of the youngsters coming through um, I know there's a lot coming through and some good ones so it's a hard one because they, they are obviously um, uh, Adrian Rowe he's, uh, he's going he started the season well for Ipswich mm-hmm. um, banging the points Um uh, who else is in there? Uh, cool. Yeah. It'd be nice to see how uh, you know what I want that Peter Badu, Jordan. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, seems, he seems a nice lad, um, and uh, and just a steady, steady rider. So I'm hoping he he just keep plodding on. It, but, um, it does feel as if there are a few more yeah. British riders coming out oh, of the woodwork yeah. at the moment, which is nice. Yes, I mean, I think there's that more than what but... was when I was around, so, or like in the last five to ten years, so mm. it was, um, they've all sort of come out together, and it's sort of like quite hard to keep a, an eye on them, really. Um, so, yeah, uh, hopefully uh, we, there is a few good, bright future for all the youngsters coming through. Okay, great. Yeah. I think we've got another. Question. Another one, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Richard wants to know. Wants really wants to know what you do. What will you do when you hang up your helmet? Will you carry on in speedway, team manager, coach, ref, etc.? <laughs> um, I definitely won't be a ref. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <of course. laughs> um, no, I'm not. To be honest, I'm not really. Sh- 
I never really thought about it until obviously the lockdown. And I thought, well, you know, I've got no really qualifications and anything to fall back on. So uh, it's something I need in the next few years to think of what I want to do when I do retire. Um, even because even if I did want to stay in and be team manager, and obviously there's a, a great lot of big money in that one. Um, so yeah, uh, we we'll have, we'll have to see. Um, Trying to concentrate on the racing. So, but I do uh, think in the back of my head, I've got to start thinking what where my future holds. Mm. The wife won't want to keep working forever. Me staying home. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, Chris, we can't have you on without the obligatory mention of of uh, Cardiff, of course. Um, hard to believe it's fourteen years ago now. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Um, <laughs> about the time I get back in there again and win another one. But um, yeah, it, it was obviously a great memory on that night um, and always be one for the rest of my days. Um, it's always nice to watch when it comes up on Facebook every year and and everything. So and uh, I do put on uh, YouTube a bit now and then if I'm sort of feeling a bit down and not really focusing and I normally get sent away with, from, with the wife and you know, she was telling me to go and watch Cardiff and go and watch when I got run over and get that, that fire back in my belly and sort of watch that and it sort of, it does lift you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I must admit that, that race in 2007, um, that final, whenever anybody says to me, well, what is Speedway? I always show them that race. <laughs> yeah, it was a good one. It was, yeah. um, it was, it was my time. It was my day, that one. Yeah. You know, everything sort of went right for me. Hit the holes at the right angle and, you know, it could have been... <laughs> completely rock could have went the other way and I could have hit the right and spat me off the back like I did in 2003 I think when I went there as a late replacement for hands I hit a hole coming out the back straight in my second ride and that was it the season meeting was over <laughs> yeah but there's a bit of not, we're not sure about the, the future of Cardiff at the moment because of course there's no Cardiff GP again this year and I think the contract's is up at the end of this season so yeah, ho- hopefully it's not the case, but you might you might wind up Chris as being the only British rider to win at Cardiff. Something obviously Ty Woffington hasn't managed to do yet. So, but hopefully that's <laughs> not the case. But yeah, no, hopefully they can renew the contact. Galaxy, you know, it's a great stadium um, and the atmosphere is great. You know, I think all the fans all over the world is that's their favourite one to look forward to. Even you know um, all the polls I think when they come over, I think you know I know they've got Warsaw there, but the atmosphere at Cardiff is just so good. Um, yeah, so hopefully it's not their last. It's not the last time uh, it'd be a hole at Cardiff because, um, again, I would like to have a wild card if, and uh, win a bit of final and go down there and win it again absolutely. before I retire. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I know, I know, I'm, I'm sorry you did want, I know you wanted to shoot off in a bit, but oh. there's a couple more. <laughs> uh, Dave Twine says, it's nice to see that Hudson has been tidied up. Do you see, does Chris see a promoter taking a chance? What's that one again? Uh, <laughs> do you see anybody taking a chance on Odsall? As it's been tidied up, Ooh. Bradford. That, 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 mm. That's that's not a question that anybody's going to know no. the answer to. <laughs> did you have a ride there, Chris? I don't know if you did. Did you? No, I didn't. I it, it sort of was stopped close before I actually got a ride there. But um, been watching their uh, updates on how they're they're doing the state you know, for the stadium, and uh, it looks it. And obviously, watched Corn Freeze there when Brian Anderson actually won it. Um, it fun, obviously speaking to riders that's ridden there like Mark and Joe over the years and. So, uh, yeah, I think it was something that I'd like to have a go at and hopefully um, it can come back. And, you know, the more, more speedway we can get back in the country, the better ones that we've lost over the years. Yeah, absolutely. Even, you know, even Oxford, I think Oxford, that was a great little stadium and tractor race. Mm. So, um, yeah, when you wanna, we don't want to see stadiums closed. We want to see them uh, re-in. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. 
Well, I, I know you uh, want to uh, get off soon, so I just want to say thank you so much for being our first guest this year on the, uh, the Speedway Tavern. Um, good luck uh, on Monday. And not Monday, sorry, on Wednesday. I, do you know what? It's been such a long time. It's only it's been a year. Day, yeah. <laughs> I don't turn up at Perry Bar on Monday. No, I don't turn up at Perry Bar on Monday. No. <laughs> no. I'll, be, I'll be defied by Peterborough. Yeah. No, um, thanks for having us on. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's been fun at any time. Fantastic. Yeah. You, take, you take care, Chris. See you soon, Thanks, mate. Chris. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thanks, Chris. Bye-bye. There we go. Always, always good value. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, Chris, yeah. Always good value. Um, a good signing for Birmingham? I think so, yeah. yeah. I think maybe there's a bit of unfinished business there with him because he mm. didn't have the best of seasons when he wrote for the club in 2012, I want to say. No, it was 13, wasn't it? Wasn't it the year that the... Uh... It's the year that we we won and then lost. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't have his best year, really, that year, did he? But, um, 2013. Yeah, he didn't, right. he didn't have his best year, I don't think, although he played a part, obviously, in the team, getting mm-hmm. finishing top of the league. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I think he said that himself as yeah. well, of course. Um, but he started off well. He just didn't uh, start this, the season, this yeah. Well, this year. Yeah. Um, long mate. And it's good to say as well, he hasn't, you know, he's obviously talked about not having any plans for hanging the leathers up just yet and mm. carrying on for a few more years, you know. I mean, we've seen Greg Hancock carry on well into his, or in, almost into his 50s. Scott Nichols has obviously had a fantastic start to the season. So, um, yeah, so hopefully, you know, you can't, you can't beat the... Having good experience and you know good competitors like like Chris Harris and mm-hmm. Scott Nichols and the like around, so it's going to be good for some of these younger lads as well. Absolutely, I'd like to um, while I'm thinking about it, talk a little bit more about um, Anders Rowe because we we had him on the um, on the show last year, didn't we? Yeah. We did, yeah. yeah. It was a great value again. What, what's the matter with you? It would never have happened. Good sport. It would never have happened if something somebody had said. <laughs> Uh, for those that of you that don't know, because there's going to be people out there confused now that yeah, haven't, yeah. Don't, don't know what the hell we're talking about. Oh, I don't know. So a few years ago now, about three years ago, I guess. Three years ago? <laughs> Bloody hell. Uh, when Birmingham was still in the National League and we needed a rider at the time because of injuries and so on, uh, I mentioned that I'd quite like um, Anders Rowe. I, I quite like the look of him, and that he'd been sacked by whichever club he was riding Somerset, for at the time. I think, wasn't it? Some, yeah, I think it was Somerset. About five minutes well, later, still... Anders Rowe comes on our show box and says, "No, I haven't." <laughs> <laughs> it's still funny. I, I, of course, yeah, and I, I just, I just completely, not for the first time, uh, completely got it uh, wrong. <laughs> So anyway, we had Anders, and nobody's let me forget it in case, uh, yeah, as you can notice. So um, so we had him on last year and he was talking about the fact that he'd gone over to Poland and, and mm. how that was working. Yeah. And, and we had a lot of in-depth um, stuff from him about how the training went and the differences in the riding style that they'd taught him and so on. So my question, finally, get to it, is... I mean, I think the answer is yes, isn't it? Has that played a part in his? Has that played a part in his fantastic start to the season? Oh, I, I think undoubtedly. I mean, I think it's going to be good for riders to go over to Poland because the mentality there is completely different to what it is in the in the UK. Because if you don't succeed, you're out the door. Mm. So there's a you know, there's a real pressure there to 
to um, to deliver results straight away, and he's done he's done tremendously well. Um, he did well in Poland, obviously, when he rode over there last year, and as you say, he's had a very good start to the season this year. Um, so, you know, he's he's certainly up there with amongst the uh, amongst the top boys for the for the future. I'm really pleased for him because yeah. I mean, he, he was he's a great lad. Yeah, yeah he was he a good sport when he came on the yeah, show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that was the last show when we were actually in here, wasn't it? I think. Yeah, I think, I think it, it might yeah. well have yeah. been. Yeah. 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 Um, apparently, I got Anders Rowe and Henry Atkins mixed up. Well, it's easy to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Typical. Typical. Uh, uh, you haven't seen that one. Uh, 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 Shirley Cardiff stays on the calendar going forward. It's one of the GPs that generates the most revenue for the promoters, and it's seen as the jewel in the crown. Is it now, though? Oh. Because you've got Ross, you've got um, Warsaw, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Warsaw's obviously you know, a national stage. I mean, you've got some other big venues as well. Um, and don't forget, of course, I think the the GPs next year are going to be run by a different company. Different so company. they've got to do a negotiation with Cardiff. And if they, Cardiff, I think, is going to have quite a lot of events to catch up on. Obviously, not you know not being used for over a year itself. So you know, it, it, I, I really do hope that he does go back to. But he, they do managed to keep it there at, um, at Cardiff because I think you're struggling to find anywhere else. To, well, that was my next question. Yeah. Is there is there anywhere else? I mean, I mean I, 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 okay, everyone's going to be saying Bellevue. Bellevue would be a fantastic racetrack for mm. it. I'm not convinced the stadium's big enough. Mm. For uh, even with temporary stadium, mean, what was they had the World Cup final there a few years ago, didn't they? I they did, yeah. It was about fourteen, fifteen thousand crowd, something like that. Yeah, which a is a lot fewer than Cardiff. Mm. Odds, I mean, there's obviously the Oddsall's the, the other one, of course, if they do manage to get Spooner back into there, but not sure. That's a bit of a punt. <laughs> it, yeah, yeah, it is, to be honest. Uh, I mean, I'm not, I'm not convinced about Oddsall for, for league racing. Mm. Big meetings, yes, but not sure about league racing, because, I mean, they, they didn't get great crowds when they had league racing before, and it's not through having a poor team either. They had some very good riders riding for, for Bradford. So the answer is, to get, is for Bellevue to get upgraded properly. <laughs> If that happened, then then that would be a great place. Well, Cardiff, it? Cardiff to me is absolutely perfect for Speedway, you know, because it's right in the middle of the city. You can you can walk out the stadium and walk straight into a into a pub mm-hmm. for a drink, you know. I know but that's important for you. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, but I mean, it's, it's, it's all right in the in the, in the centre of the city, isn't it? And you yeah. know, with, with with Bellevue, obviously, it's a fantastic venue, but. If you want to go, and, you know, you want you've got to get a bus back into the city, or you've got to go and get the train back into the city. So, and also, you shouldn't underestimate the fact that it's got a roof. Absolutely, that's yeah. that's the biggest mm. safeguard yeah. for for speedway. It's always having a place yeah, with you're, the. You're going to have speedway. It's yeah. going to happen on that day. It's, it's not going to be a problem. Um, and it's better with the roof shut, to be honest, because the you know, obviously keeps the. The noise in the atmosphere. <laughs> atmosphere. Yeah, it's it's, I mean, I've, I mean, it's, I've been to every single Cardiff since it's been staged there, and the atmosphere it, it never, never fails to disappoint. It's always absolutely electric. Mm. Uh, Jim just says, um, just let you know, Anders is flying at Ipswich. Yeah, we've noticed. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we've noticed. Yeah. Uh, Craig says, could they get it back at Wembley potentially? I don't think the football would allow it, would they? Be very surprised. Mm. Mm. I mean, they do still need to pay quite a they lot could, of money for that, yeah. and then it might generate them. Some I think if a promoter, I think if a promoter tried to get it back to Wembley, I think they'd have to have very deep pockets, to be honest. Mm. Mm. Um, they, they do need the money. I know they need the money. Yeah. Yeah. 
Des- desperate, yeah. Uh, Cardiff is all about the day, night, weekend out, says Anthony. I mean, I, I've got to hold my hand up and say I've never been to Cardiff, and it's mm. disgusting that I haven't. Um, and I was, I was going to go this year. Mm. I was determined I was going to go yeah. this year. But hopefully it. next year. Hopefully, or, hopefully yeah. that would be that would be good. Uh, I did go to Wembley uh, in nineteen eighty-two. Was it eighty-one? Was it the one the panel one? The last one there? Yeah, yeah, it was the one that panel one and uh, Hans Nielsen. Didn't do very well. <laughs> what, what was the crowd for that? Was it good? 90,000. 90,000, really? yeah. 90,000, yeah. It was packed. Oh, my it, life. It, it was absolutely... The atmosphere was incredible. Um, took forever to get out. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was always a criticism. Yeah. Me, wasn't it? So. <laughs> but yeah, that, that, that was uh, one of my <laughs> favourite memories. Except for Bruce Pennell winning, but to be fair, he did ride well that night. 40 years ago, that is, isn't it? Is it really? Four, <laughs> four, uh, 40 years ago? Uh, I was only two. <laughs> two miles away, is that yeah, two miles away. <laughs> uh, Dave Twine said in 2007 he found a pub with sawdust on the floor. I just realised he's talking about his mental age. Yeah. <laughs> what was that, sorry? Uh, Dave Twine said in 2007 he found a pub with sawdust on the floor. Well, wow. thank you for that. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cardiff is that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I presume that's Cardiff. Yeah. <laughs> Should have been the old Bellevue track. That had a lot of sawdust over the years. <laughs> Stephen Bradford says, I'm watching. Good. <laughs> At least somebody is. Somebody uh, is, yeah. Uh, yeah. Neil Fitzgerald said, Neil Fitzgerald likes Ty Wofferton very much. From Mr. Neil Fitzgerald. <laughs> well, that- Thank Should talk about so Ty, actually, because obviously he's, he's had a few weeks away, hasn't he, with, he has, his, yeah. um, with his injury. So yeah, he'll be hoping to sort of get his form back for the for the GPs, which I think start in June, July. June, like I think it's June. Yeah, I mean, Bartok Smarslik again, in, isn't it, this show, don't you think? Really? Well, you've got, you've got the... Uh, the, tar- the, uh, the big target, of course, which I think people, if he does win it again this year, people are going to start... Talking about, and that's the number that Messrs. Major and Ricardson have got. That's mm-hmm. six. Mm-hmm. He's young enough to challenge for it. Absolutely. And at the moment, you know, I mean, at the, at the moment, he's the perfect package, really, isn't he? He's got everything. You know, he's, he's a standout rider at yeah. the moment. Um, I mean, and also the, the 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 COVID situation is possibly not going to affect the Polish riders as much as it is many of the British riders that have had to take sit back and take a year out um, which is possibly another reason why Anders Rowe is flying doing well yeah uh, Craig Smee says I can't <coughs> believe Ty declared himself fit this weekend only three weeks ah, after that crash yeah. madness he's a speedway rider what, what do you expect what do you expect <laughs> <laughs> and Simon Corbett says Janowski this year He's had a decent start. He has had a decent start. Yeah. Uh, He often seems to flatter to deceive, I think, in the GPs, mm. I imagine, Janowski. He has a few times, really. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. We shall see. We shall see. Mm -hmm. I've got to say thank you to everybody on on Twitter as well. I'm sorry I couldn't get get to you because, uh, well, I'm not not that clever. You keep it, you hit that mic one more time. 
You know, I can hear that every time you do that. That's yeah. why he's doing it, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah. And also thanks to everybody on YouTube as well. So, uh, yeah, thank you very much. Good stuff. Good stuff. So is the comments on YouTube that we haven't heard? Yes. Okay, so yeah, yeah. I apologise for... That, I'm not that clever. I apologise for the tardiness uh, of uh, <laughs> our engineer. Thank you. Uh, looking at the current GP riders riding in Poland, I'd have to say magic. He's on fire. He's on fire at the moment, yeah. He's been on fire before, though. Mm. Um, been interesting. Is there any anybody other than the pole that could win it this year, do you think? That's not saying anything against the polls, because mm. I think, I think Schmarschlik is a winner. Uh, Robert Lambert will finish top six this year, says Anthony Bailey. I think Robert Lambert will have a decent season in the GPs, to be honest. No, it's, 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 it's a real shame that, obviously, with the restrictions in Poland, it means he can't ride over here. Yeah. Um, but... You know, I think, again, he's another one who started off the season quite well, hasn't he? So, um, I mean, there's been quite a lot of bad press, hasn't there, for Poland over that decision to only let them ride in, is it two leagues? Yeah. But it's sort of a brand new world at the moment with COVID, and I can sort of understand why they would want to limit Yeah, I can understand tra- that. Travel, Obviously, and it's not honest. gone down well with a lot of the riders, obviously. Mm. Um, I think Nicky Pedersen is disappointed that he can't race for... Sheffield this year, mm. obviously because of the restrictions, because I think he was keen to come back and race in the UK again after a long time away. It would have been fantastic to have had another year of Nicky Pedersen riding in, in in the in the British League, yes. um, as the pantomime villain, who would have got a fantastic reception at every track he went to, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Oh no, he wouldn't. Oh yes, he would. Oh, God. Please. <laughs> oh. Oh, hang on. Okay. Okay, so uh, Chris has got a new um, a new toy. Yeah. Uh, Anders Carlsberg 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 <laughs> says, uh, "Can anyone confirm that the '80s model and single Samantha Fox is a huge fan of Speedway?" Often regarding the rumours, used to visit Hackney used to visit Hackney Speedway. Ooh, interested. Maybe somebody out there knows more about that. Than no, nothing to do. <laughs> Uh, did you ever go there, Hackney? Hackney? No, I don't think I ever did. Mm. No, I don't. Th- no, I don't think I did. Uh, nice to see JPB back at Bellevue. Yes, didn't, didn't have the best of starts. Didn't did have he, the best of starts. It's going to be. It's going to take a bit of time for him, though, isn't it? I suppose mm. he's got an advantage in a, in a sense because a lot of the rods he's racing against have been out for a year as well. Yeah. So, but mm. I wish him well. Mm. Uh, I also need to apologise for the mic that's uh, uh, for the um, camera that's obscuring most of Mike. Although nobody, Nobody's and I mean nobody, has complained. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> is is yeah. there one that's focused on his back? So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, so I'll have a better camera next, uh, next uh, week. I, but I won't have a better face, uh, the, the, unfortunately. <laughs> the viewings will just plummet yeah. <laughs> as soon as we get a better camera. Uh, Dor says he's riding in the UK next season for Swindon and would have rode this season if Swindon were running. He's been a great uh, ambassador. He's been fantastic, hasn't he? You know, he's been one of the few GP riders that has, has, you know, stayed loyal to to British Speedway, to be honest. Um, I've personally got reservations about Swindon next season. I hope I'm wrong, but... You're just full of doom and gloom You know, it's it's watching Wolverhampton for 31 years that's done that, so... Um, (laughs) Yeah, I can't argue. I mean, how long, no, is, I mean, how long is it now that they've been looking for this new stadium? Is it 12 years or something like that? And it's still not... Yeah. I, I, you know, I might, I might be completely wrong, you know, and, you know, if Swindon are back racing next year, 
fantastic, you know, because <laughs> the top leg needs another track without a shadow of a doubt. But mm. uh, yeah, hopefully I'm wrong. But um, you know, I suppose there's that skepticism that comes from being a speed race supporter for all these years. You okay, and then whatever, next so. ne- next week then uh, go on then open question. Famous speedway fans. Uh, Anthony says, I heard Paul Scholes say he used to live, he used to go to Bellevue. So if we can put that for next week, if, okay. uh, come on, give us some. Well, uh, I'm going to give you the famous most famous ones. one, except I can't remember his name. Oh, he's famous, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, uh, which, which is um, <laughs> Australian Formula One driver. Mark Webber. Mark Webber. Yeah, yeah, Mark Webber's a massive Speedway fan. Is he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. David right. Coulthard, I think, used to watch the Speedway as well. Don't know whether he ever went, but I know he used to um, watch meetings on Sky. Right. Um, hmm. Okay. Um, the guy out of uh, the oh, Prodigy. Was, was, yeah, can't remember his name. The, the guy who won the TT. I can't remember his name. No. <laughs> Big Master Ty Wuffington. I can't remember his name now. All these famous Some, people that nobody, nobody can, can remember, remember the names. Their name. That's how <laughs> famous they are. John, John somebody. Oh, yeah, oh. Not, there's not many Johns, is there? Yeah, I know. No. <laughs> He'll come to me as soon as we finish. Rossi. Yeah. GP, the, the uh, Valentino Rossi. Valentino Rossi, yeah. yeah. He's actually got a speedway track built in his back garden. Really? Okay. Uses it to practice on. Yeah. So, there Why you go. don't all these famous people get together? John McGuinness. John McGuinness. John, uh, thank John you, McGuinness. Craig. Craig Smith. Diddy David Hamilton. Diddy David Hamilton. Good God. Wish I was old enough to remember him. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, I think that's it. I think it is. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much for everybody uh, taking part. Thanks once again to um, Chris uh, yeah. for uh, joining us tonight. And <laughs> you said that as I oh me, right, Chris. No, not you. Okay. No, I'm not thanking you. <laughs> never. Uh, yeah, you take care, everybody, Thanks. and Stay see safe. you. See you soon, and uh, hope you all have a good speedway week. Take care. Bye bye. Good night. Have a drink, have you yeah. seen?